worship him, worship him. He's worthy tonight.
anyone in the house that does not speak English. If anybody in the house that speaks Spanish. Amen. Glory to God. Sometimes when we go to places and there's people that do not speak English, I go both ways. <clears throat> My throat hurts a little bit. You speak English also. We go in English. Well, we are going to try. I mean, it'll be that I know. Amen, amen. somehow that I can help you and I can edify the church it's, three, it's really three main reasons why we preach the word of God first one is to reach for lost souls the second one is to edify the body of Christ his church and the third one is to give direction and uh, those are the main three purposes as far as I understand so far necesario pasar por Samaria. Amén. 
necesario.
the will of God for every soul to be saved. It doesn't matter your nationality. It doesn't matter your background. It doesn't matter what kind of sin you have been in the past. God wants to save your soul. He has prepared a place for you. He got precious promises for you. They belongs to you. Matter of fact, God created this world for you. Amen. We got blessing that surround us everywhere. God wants to bless. God wants to save. God wants to take us home to heaven. Amen. And uh, he knows where the need is. He knows that there is need. There is needs in this place. And he was here before any one of us. Waiting for his people. Waiting for those that have a need. Waiting for those that are hungry and thirst after righteousness. You have to be hungry. You have to be thirsty when you come to the house of God. You cannot come with an attitude of just, you know, whatever. If it happens, happens. If it doesn't happen, doesn't happen. That's not the way. That the children of God need to come before His presence. From the moment that you are preparing yourself to come to church, there is an expectation in our minds. What is that God going to do tonight in the service? Who going to come and repent? Who going to come and be baptized in Jesus' name for the remission of your sins? I wonder if somebody going to get the Holy Ghost tonight. I wonder what's going to happen in the service tonight. Maybe we do not even have preaching tonight. Those services like that. People start praising God and praising God and praying and praising God and the Holy Ghost take over. You know, I, I, I'm a debtor. And God called me to preach the word. But when the Holy Ghost take over, I move to the second How do we God? Nobody can do it, but you can do it. Amen. But we have to be hungry and thirst. And I want to notice, and the reason for I, when I read those verses, the way that I did, it's because in each one of them, there is an element that we should observe very carefully. It's going to help us. Amen? The Bible says that he, he was necessary, that he must go through Samaria. In other words, there was a reason. There was a purpose. And when you read the rest of the story... You will think, just a woman. Just one soul. Well, we know what happened after that. But it was because of that soul, that particular soul. There was a soul in this city. There was a soul in Samaria that was thirst. She was thirsty. She wanted something from God. She wanted to learn. She wanted God to show her, how is that you worship God in a spirit 
truth. God knew the heart of this woman. There was a need. You know, don't don't ever don't ever think that uh, just one. That's only one. Because of that one. Because of that one. Oh, we have many examples in the Bible. Where just one person. God used only one person. To change matters around them. The cities. The atmosphere around them. There was a need. Yeah. And it was necessary. For him to go there to supply that need. The day that we come to this church and we don't have a need and we don't feel that we need to touch God and to worship Him, He won't be here. He will not be here. Jesus told some people there that are whole, they don't need a doctor. They don't need a medic. Amen. But the sick need a doctor. They need a medic. Man, and it's the same thing with the soul that is lost. With a soul that have a need, and it don't have to be lost. It can happen in the house also. We are the children of God, and we also have needs in our life. And He's our heavenly Father, and He wants to provide those needs that we have. Amen. Say amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. But whosoever, here is what I felt, Brother Regan, God was spoken to me. Whosoever, I don't care if you're Puerto Rican, or Cuban, or Russian, or German, or whatever you are, there is a God that wants to save your soul. It doesn't matter where you have been, sometimes, you know, we think that we have seen too much. We don't think that we have. We will get forgiveness of sins because we have gone too far. I'm here to tell you that the Bible says that the blood of Jesus Christ washes away every sin. Every sin. Amen. Whosoever. I can look at myself in the past. When I came to church. I can look back. A little town in Puerto Rico in the mountains. Who would believe that I would end up in Junction City, Kansas? God had a plan for myself. God had a plan for my wife. God had a plan for our family. It doesn't matter where you're from. It doesn't matter who you are. Whosoever. Whosoever is thirsty. This woman had a bad reputation. Maybe people used to talk about this woman. Well, she has seven husbands. And the one that is living with her now is not her husband. She is a sinner. She's lost. Besides that, she don't even know how to worship God. He don't even know what she worships. But one thing was real, and was her, the hunger in her heart. 
for something from God. And God knew her heart. And God brought purpose in his mind to encounter this woman. It's something when we are hungry for God. Do you know, that's what makes the difference sometimes in a service. How is it that some people leave the church house blessed of God? They come and they worship. They come and they hear the word of God. They come to the earth and they pray and they cry. And they cry out to God. God, I need the first touch of you tonight. And they get the first touch of God from God. And they leave the church ready to go. But they are hungry. They are not worried about what anybody else might say. You know, sometimes we get intimidated. Well, I have a need. I need a first touch of God. But if I go to that altar, everybody else is going to think that I'm a sinner. That I have failed God. I don't care what anybody thinks. When I need a touch of God, I'm going to come before His presence. I don't care what you say. I know what I need from God. I'm going to touch the hem of His garment tonight in this service. I'm not leaving this place the same way I came. I'm thirsty. God, certify the thirst in my soul tonight. I'm not leaving this place the same way I came. There is no way that I come before the presence of the Almighty God, the ruler of the universe, the giver of life, the one who died at the cross for me. There is no way that I can come before his presence and not be affected. What is it? What is the difference between the same? That come to church and sit there with a casual attitude and live the same way. He come cold and live cold. He come lukewarm and live lukewarm. But if there is a hunger and a thirst in your soul, I refuse to live like this. I refuse to be in a church where the power of God is present. Where the man of God is preaching the truth. Where the anointing of God is flowing. And just be there like a rock. There's no way. I'm going to touch him. I'm going to feel his presence. I'm going to feel the Holy Ghost flowing in me. Touch us tonight, sweet God. Touch us with a fresh touch. Whosoever you are, whosoever you are, you might think that we preachers don't need the fresh touch of God. You might think that we don't need the fresh anointing from the throne of God. 
There is no way that we can function with a fresh touch of God. The fresh touch of God. Touch is Lord. Touch is Lord. Touch is Lord. I don't care how old you are. I see children four and a half years old receiving the Holy Ghost. I see ladies, 87 years old, come before his presence and dance before his presence and get a fresh touch of God and leave the house of God full and ready to meet God. Whosoever sing or sinner, whosoever is
was a woman. She had an issue. For many years, she has spent everything that she has. But Jesus is in the house. Jesus is coming by. Jesus is going to walk through here. Hey, if this is the last thing I do in my life, I purpose in my heart that I will touch the hem of his garment. And I die trying to die. I die trying. And I know that as soon as I touch the hem of his garment, I will be whole. He will heal me. I refuse to be passive. Where are you, Lord? Where are you, Lord? Paul says, He's not far from any of us. In Him we dwell, in Him we must. Where are you, Lord? Touch me. I'm thirsty. Touch me. I'm hungry. Oh. People must say that I'm nobody, but you will tell me that whosoever, whosoever, I believe you tonight, whosoever, I will touch my Lord tonight. I will touch my God tonight. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. Whosoever, whosoever, whosoever. Oh, I have more, but I gotta stop right here. Because I feel the Holy Ghost. I feel that some of you want to touch him. I feel that some of you are thirsty. I feel that some of you are hungry. I feel that some of you already have made up your mind. I'm not leaving this place the same way that I came. I'm gonna touch him tonight. I'm gonna feel his spirit. Flowing in me. I'm going to leave this place full of the Holy Ghost. I'm with the assurance in my heart. If that trumpet sound tonight, I'm going with him. Help us, Lord. Help us. Come unto me. Come unto me. All of you that are heavy laden, come up to me, he says. Come nigh to God. Come nigh to God. And he will come nigh to you. 